The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And sponsored in part by Don Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome, coronavirus patients. We, my God, are you as tired of this as I am? I am really getting grumpy, but I got to go fishing this week. We're going to share action, excitement, and info and tell you some great places that you're going to want to go and get to as soon as they get this blanket that is warm and wet off of us that keeps us at home. But, folks, it's happening out there. There's action all over the place, and we've got a show full with you. We're kicking it off with Captain James Smith here in just one second. Tony Zapolvita joins us from Eureka, getting you set up for the open of salmon season down there. And, by the way, today's the opening of salmon season right here off our coast. And I saw the boats on the side of the freeway with their bearings out and flat tires to prove it. Avian Klein joins us, a Western Regional Rep to the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation. She'll try to straighten out. California's ammo background check laws for us. Maybe she can get us to understand what in the world they're trying to do. James Netzel with Tidelines Guide Service will be live on the water. Out in the Delta this morning, Alan Fong joins us from Fisherman's Warehouse. Jay Lopes talks all about halibut action out in the bay that will be kicking off here. And everybody's getting ready to go fishing. Commercial guys are doing well, and they're excited about getting you out there too. Steve Carson hooks up with us from San Diego. He's ticked off at the folks down there closing everything. I don't think you can get your toes wet, but they might have changed that. I heard about a 1,000 surfers showed up with surfboards. And I think they decided to open the beach real quick. Sam Paratus from Gunners of California hooks up with us, too, to talk about the ammo bill. And Justin Leonard joins us with info on Bullard's Bar. Outcast Guide Service been up there just spanking Kokanee lately. All on his own with his wife having a good time. But let's not waste any time. Let's go live right now to the Berkeley Marina and hook up with one of the best in the West for San Francisco and San Pablo Bay's Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Good morning, Kent. Well, my friend, I know you've been out there uh, doing a little commercial fishing, and I got to tell you, uh, that was a beast you guys hooked up and sent me the picture of earlier this week. Yeah, we uh, we uh, took a little busman's holiday. I took my buddy Ish out and JP. We, you know, we got commercial licenses, so we're all legit. We took the Dawn out. We uh, got a big one. Ish had one over thirty pounds. And uh, I think we got 16 halibut on the day, lost a bunch. I mean, fishing's really good. I mean, it, it's about on par with last year. The stripers are thick. There's even white sea bass out there. We got a white sea bass. Just uh, all the fish you want, Just I just can't take you yet. But at, around the corner, I think everybody's getting fed up with all this, especially with the good fishing. It, it's like torture for uh, us charter guys right now. Fishing's wide open. Bait loaded with bait. I mean, everything you want. We just we just have yet to be able to turn the key and say, "Come on, let's go." Well, you know, so many areas are kicking around all these ideas, all these suggestions. Hey, here's if we do these protocols, can we go fishing? Can we do this? It doesn't seem like anybody's even wanting to answer the question for you guys. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. 
I mean, against conventional wisdom, whatever they're saying, like uh, shelter in place. But, you know, from my, my understanding how this virus works, I mean, it's it's not going to be – it's not as big a deal out in the open air, out in the sun. Sunlight kills it. Air air and wind, uh, circulating air dilutes it. So, I mean, there's not a safer place to be but out on a boat right now. So Yeah, especially if you guys are – Especially if you're using the social distancing, and I know that you guys are talking about lighter loads, everybody being tested, temperatures before they get on, questions, everybody wearing masks, you can have them on. I mean, there's so much that can be done out there, and they're restricting people. And, James, I think it's because of the few that violate it and abuse it, and everybody else gets punished for it. Just like a little school teacher. That's how I see Newsom standing up there on all these press conferences now saying, you can't do that. Yeah, well, he's he's being an authoritative figure, and you know, I, I I think he's got a feeling that a lot of outdoorsmen are Republicans, and he's not worried about their vote anyway. You know, the heck with everybody else. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, I think I think California, I, I think the states absolutely lost their mind. I've got friends that have just not left the house, and then I got friends that have just been walking around. That they haven't even have a any relationship or know anybody that's even got the virus. So. A lot of us that live by the water here and a lot of people in Southern California, there are just, just very few cases. So, I mean, let us go fishing. Let us go hunting. Let us go do our thing. Let's get back out in the water and get back to living again. So Let's spread until, out. Until, yeah, and spread out, you know, use the precautions, use the social distancing, disinfect everything, you know, and don't hang out with your buddy that looks a little bit sick. Say, hey, you got to stay home. I mean, that's what we plan on doing on the on the charter boats to make it a safe. Yep. The guy looks a little feverish or, you know, we'll ask, and they just won't be allowed to be on the boat. So everybody else is feeling more comfortable, and, and you know, we want to just go do our thing. And hopefully that's shortly, shortly to be had around the corner here. Oh, I'm seeing videos of guys with those little remote thermometers before guys even get on the boat checking their temperatures to make sure that they're cool. Yeah, so... We're, we're all going to have to do our part here once this opens up. But I tell you what, once it opens up, there's a lot of fish out here. I mean, the the few guys that are getting out um, are doing really good. I've done really good on every commercial run. Just tons of fish out here in the bay. The bay's loaded. And, uh, you know, we've only touched a small part. This thing burns a lot of fuel. It's not the most economical commercial boat in the fleet. So most of my trips have been just outside the harbor. And without even, you know, sparing a bunch of fuel to go look around for a bigger school or another school, we're doing quite well. So well, that that's thirty well when it opens up. That fish that Ish had, that monster halibut, that thing photoed at about forty-five pounds. It might only weigh a little over yeah. thirty, but it was a monster, man. Ish is a trained professional on how to take fish photos. So, so. Uh, well, apparently he had it done just right because I saw he had the tail pushed out nicely. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was a it, believe me. I I want to know how long. How long after that fish hit the deck of the California Dawn did they have that texted to my phone on Saturday last week? About five seconds, probably. <laughs> he, he, he was trying to rub a little salt in the wounds, Ken. Yeah. I'll admit it. He's trying to rub some salt in. I knew he, he would be. He be here. I knew yeah. he would be. Hey, James, this morning was the opening of uh, King Salmon out in the ocean. Did you see any boats uh, making the march? No, Sonoma County, I'm going to tell anybody who's on their way listening to the show, Dagan Bay ramp is closed, so turn around, 
um, come down to East Bay. I know Berkeley's open. I don't know what's what's on the San Rafael side. Richmond's but, open. But uh, Berkeley ramps. Richmond's open. Are they open up? I'm not sure. But I know. Yeah, I heard yesterday from Ogney that uh, Richmond was open. So it's there's yeah. only two, man, and as many boats as I saw going down the freeway this morning, it's going to be all over the news. You know, my suggestion for boaters, because the guys whacked the salmon yesterday off of Moss Landing. Uh, I was helping helping a buddy of mine sell salmon, um, help him, you know, off the Internet yesterday. He had 40, but I had another friend that had over 90 fish commercially by 3 o'clock yesterday. The salmon uh, down off of Santa Cruz is wide open. So, you know, it makes more sense just trail your boat down because the biggest problem down there is traffic. But with most everybody being laid off or shut down, the roads are easy, and uh, it's a worthwhile to make a shorter boat ride. It's safer uh, than, you know, running down all the way from up here. Even though we got good weather today, it's forecast to be bumpy tomorrow, and it might come in as early as this evening. And you get that afternoon wind, so I just take the track, trailer the boat all the way down and launch down there you might have a better shot on fish on top of it. Great suggestion. Nothing but experience talking to you folks. And I know that you guys want to go fishing. I know you want to get out of the house. I know you want to get out there and have some fun. But if you don't make your reservations now for dates into the future, you're never going to get on these boats because everybody's going to want to go as soon as the blanket's off of us. So please get a hold of James and any of the other folks that we're talking to on the show and book your trips now out in advance. Not like let's go tomorrow. Let's go in three weeks. Let's go in four weeks. Get those dates reserved so that you can make sure that you get on board. James, give them the hookup info so they can do just that. Sure. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. And uh, also our fish reports, when we do get them up, California Dawn on Facebook, also on Instagram. I'll keep everybody posted. We're looking at possibly on the 15th, possibly I hear rumors. But I know June 1st, and I think uh, everybody, I think Newsom's going to have enough protests here. We'll, we'll definitely be open up by the 1st in what capacity. I don't know yet. Might be reduced loads. Might be social distancing. Might be nothing but wearing a mask and gloves. I don't know yet. But uh, definitely get your reservations because all of our reservations on all the boats are backfilling. So the early dates took later dates. So my summer's booking up even tighter. And if the numbers get reduced, it's going to be really hard to get on a boat, especially when this thing opens up and the fishing is going to be really good. So check us out, make a reservation, and uh, plan your trip today. There you have it, folks. We couldn't have said it better ourselves. Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn. It's halibut time. It's salmon time. It's striper time. It's all out there just waiting for you. Get ready, but get those reservations made. Thanks, James. Have a great day out there today. Thanks, guys. All right, take care. I can hear the boat idle in the background. I yeah. didn't have the nerve to ask. <laughs> sounds like uh, sounds like they might be uh, putting a few more uh, commercial halibut on the deck. Might have Mr. Monroe back on I, there. Yeah, again. I don't know where he is today, but I there's... think he camps out in the build. I think he's I think he's James' new roommate. I'm not sure if Hillary <laughs> threw him out yet or not. He's but... Certainly a deckhand. There's no doubt. about Yes, that. he is without question. It, it, pretty good one, apparently. Well, there's a lot of them out there, and you know what we're going to do in just a minute? We're going to take you up to Eureka, and we're going to check out everything going on up there with our good friend Tony Zapolvita with Greenwater Fishing. He'll get you up to speed on what's happening up there. Rockfish, Lincoln, Halibut, 
And their salmon season opens up in about a month, so we'll be ready for that one, too. We'll talk to him in just a minute. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Whether chasing salmon or steelhead in rivers, kings along the coast, tossing baits for bass, or trolling for trout in a favorite lake, the Hot Sheet keeps you on top of the action. The USAFishing.com Hot Sheet contains a roundup of hot fishing opportunities in NorCal. Plan trips in confidence, get weather summaries, marine forecasts, and accurate reports full of helpful tips, tactics, and GPS coordinates from top guides and captains. It's today's information today. Get a free trial or subscribe at USAFishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. You know, it's hard enough to keep track of all the opening days and opening dates and whether what's the, open, what's not. Whether the whales are swimming next to the crab traps is going to delay the salmon season. Hey, we haven't even given them a traffic report that Highway 12 is closing at 6 a.m. today. Yeah, by the way. It's closed. <laughs> the, those things up in front of you are called barricades and yeah. you're not getting through. So for our friends that were headed maybe down to Pirate's Lair or B&W, those places... Uh, they, it, you know, we've been used to it except closing Friday night at eight o'clock, but this week, uh, they did it 6 a.m. Saturday morning. So, yeah, that, uh, that helped everybody that was thinking about going salmon fishing. They Bring said, Hey, let's, boats from the valley. let's, let's increase Sep's listenership and we'll put these guys on the road for another hour at six o'clock on Saturday morning. So, uh, yeah, if you guys are caught in that, uh, it is open. And if you got launched at Pirates of and Dub, and are listening to us uh, this morning, you might need an alternate plan to go home. They could have rebuilt that bridge in the amount of time they've had it. They could have tunneled under the damn thing for as many times as long as they've been working on it. Drain the river, filled it back up again. You know, just pop out on Bolton Island with a little tunnel. wouldn't be bad. Oh, well. So if you're heading out that way, you guys are in trouble. And if you're heading to the bay, there wasn't a lot of traffic going out. No, there but a lot of boats. A lot of boats. And yeah. I assure you, we do not know for certain that any boat launches are open because the way things change around here, right. they change every five minutes. So let's go someplace and see if the changes like that up our north coast a little bit. Let's head up to the Eureka area and hook up with our good friend Tony Zapulveda with Greenwater Fishing. Good morning, Tony. Morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. You hung over? Oh no, I feel great. I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> Tony apparently had a great evening last night. Hey, Tony, you got to be anticipating great salmon fishing, especially with hearing that it's uh, pretty good down here. But my goodness, all these things open up all at once in your neck of the woods. You got rock. You got ling. You got the halibut action that I'm hearing is getting a lot of attention right now. It's already starting, and yeah, that's a little early for us. Uh, I, I know the San Francisco Bay kicks off kind of, you know, May is is kind of standard fare, but uh, but you we're, we're normally a little bit later, but it's already going. People are catching fish, 
Uh, our Pacific halibut season opened yesterday. I don't know if anybody went. I'm sure somebody went fishing. I, I don't know of any charter boats that left. Uh, obviously, we're all kind of on lockdown here still, but I'm sure people were out there. Uh, I imagine Pacific halibut were caught. Uh, rockfish, lingcod, that opened. And then, uh, yeah, June 6th, our salmon season kicks off, and we're fired up and ready to go. Well, exactly where are private boaters at with what they can do, and where are you guys in the charter business at? You can't, you're totally locked down, can't fish at all except commercially? I don't think there's been an official ruling on that yet. Uh, I, I haven't heard a solid word one way or the other. I think most of us are giving it a little more time here before we kick it off. Uh, but we're not going to wait a whole lot longer. And uh, I think, uh, I mean, by June 1st, I imagine we'll be we'll be business as usual, and uh, we might run some trips before that. But oh. uh, yeah, it hasn't been an official way. Like everything with with all this, it's just been uh, it's been kind of gray and and hard to figure out exactly what's what. But uh, but it won't be long till we're up and running. And uh, and the way my boat lays out, I, I, mean, I took a tape measure at everything the other day, and uh, I mean you can mathematically lay six feet between everybody. And, uh, so you know, we'll be back to fishing here soon. It can be done. I was out fishing this week. I was with Kent Brown and uh, Richard Burton from Honda, formerly with Honda Marine and myself. And we had plenty of social distancing. We were in a boat that's probably 24 feet long. Wasn't any issues whatsoever. Had a great time out there. And we did touch once as we were walking between the seats. But I think we're okay. You were leaning for a sandwich. You're, you were making it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> So I think we're probably safe, seeing as how we sit in the studio every Saturday anyway. Tony, halibut and everything just opens up today, right? I mean, your rockfish yeah, and ling cod. Uh, well, yeah, what's the date today? I think yesterday, right? Yesterday, well, Friday, yeah. it opened up for the rock and yesterday ling. Yesterday was the first, I think. And, uh, yep, rockfish, ling cod, and our uh, our big Pacific halibut, the ones that catch up in Alaska, those big guys uh, that we're lucky enough to get to fish for out of Eureka. And, uh, like I said, I didn't hear, but I'm sure people went fishing, and I'm sure people caught them yesterday. And, uh, and then our California halibut season, it's open year round, but it's, but it's pretty much a summertime, uh, summertime show. But I know people have already been catching them. I'm seeing photos. They're sending me pictures of stuff from up there right now. I'm seeing guys out there with some nice halibut. Nothing monstrous, but they're getting some nice halibut. That's a really good sign. And that fishery has just been so incredible the last few years. You know, we don't have them as consistently, or we haven't had them as consistently, I should say, as uh, as you guys do down your way. But it's been rock solid for four years now. Uh, the bay's just been loaded with them. And, you know, it's a changing world. Everything's different now. And uh, and uh, things always evolve, and, and fisheries change. And uh, I, I think those halibut are going to stick around in the bay for a while. We're certainly going to have another really good year this year, and uh, well, I think I'm sure we're going to have them for quite a while. I'm sure you've talked to the guys down here. Some of the guys are saying this is on par with last year, which was just a blowout best year ever. And I've also talked to charter captains who are saying this year's better than last year. Even so, better. That's yeah. what we like to hear. And everybody's even, it's hard to believe it can be even better. These things have to be stacked on the bottom about six inches thick, I have a feeling. Yeah. It's un- yeah, it's amazing to think about how thick they have to be to to go out and uh, you know, especially when the bigger boats mow through those things and, and catch seventy, a hundred fish. Yeah, yeah, they got to be stacked on top of each other. I just uh, got a note from Dave Hurley. Uh, Santa Cruz Harbor is limited to county residents only, and I did notice some uh, places where you have to have your ID and everything with you to prove prove you're in the yeah, county for to launch just about everywhere right now. 
Yeah. That's, uh, wow, they were going to let people go out of, or they were considering out of Bodega Bay, but they didn't want anybody coming from other counties to go fish there. And you know that was, would be and the case. Same thing going on up in Oregon. A lot of stuff around Brookings and up there. They yeah. said they don't want Californians traveling all the way up and going fishing in Oregon, but it, it's closer for Californians to come to Brookings than it is for Oregonians. Yeah, and there are gonna, they're actually gonna open that. May the fifth. They're gonna open the uh, the Oregon, you know, fishing to non-residents, but not um, crabbing or clamming. So that still is going to so remain keep, closed. Keep you off the beach. Keep you spread around. Yeah, I see right. these beaches even with surf. Sorry, Tony. Even with surfers out there, not many surfers in the Eureka yeah. area, I would imagine, but. It's, they have plenty of social distancing in the news shots that I'm seeing. Right. I mean, my goodness. Tony, the way your boat, you have one of the nicest boats out there. It is a very sleek, very open boat for fishing. It's a perfect craft for it. How many people would you be putting on there? Can you put a full load on there of your six people and still meet the requirement? I can put six on still and uh, and, and maintain uh, maintain our, our six feet of space. And, uh, so, yeah. We're ready to go fishing. It's uh, we're going to give it a little bit longer and let things settle in here. But uh, I typically don't start this early anyway. Normally I'm down striper fishing right now, and uh, as you know, and uh, so it's usually about uh, late late May we kick things off. Yeah, but we got all these people cooped up at home, and any place they can go fishing, they want to sneak up and go. If they can drive up to Eureka, they're going to do it. Oh, it's essential, believe me. <laughs> you got to fill that freezer. Well, you know, it's some of the best eating fish of the year. And every, I like to wait till late in the year and get a few extra white, nice white meat fish and put them in the freezer so you've got them later on. Keep it nice and fresh and available to you year-round that way. Well, Tony, you've got the best of all the worlds up there. We didn't even talk about the Lost Coast, which is uh, your Valhalla when it comes to rock. Oh, that, that place is a secret. We don't talk about that, do we? No, we never do. <laughs> but, you know, it's just you and me right now. So why don't you tell me okay, again right, about what right. it's like down there? It's uh, it's just about the best bottom fishing. Anyway, it is the best bottom fishing anywhere in the state of California, hands down. Big old growth rock fishing, Link God, and uh, and the occasional Pacific halibut uh, in the mix up to up to 80, uh, even, you know, pushing 100 pounds. Folks, this this is an, a region that is very difficult to get to by vehicle, including uh, dirt roads, like 40, 50 miles of dirt roads or bad roads in some areas to even get to this area. Once you get to the area, you won't find any boats around there to take you out either. These guys travel down from Eureka. How long a run you got to, down to there? 17 miles from the entrance. So that that could be a lot of fun on a big windy day, couldn't it? Yeah, you know, normally it's fine. But, uh, you know, you certainly can't make the trip every day. But, uh, no. But, but most of the time we can get down there, and uh, it is incredible. This is one of those circumstances, folks, where you're, you're on board, and you're all excited about going out fishing, and you got a couple of buddies on board, and you're all talking about it, and Tony walks on the boat, and he goes, Hey, it looks like we might have a chance to head down to the Lost Coast today. That's when you do backflips to shoot off the fireworks. That's right. Because that's where you really <laughs> want to be. That's where you want to be when you can get action like that. Tony, give them all the hookup information. they got to get up in your neck of the woods and experience that, not to mention the Lost Coast is a place that everybody needs to hit at least once. All right. You can check out what we do at eurekafishing.net. And you can talk to me at 707-845-9588. Did you miss getting out of country this year? 
I did. Well, I went to Mexico. I spent a month in Mexico down there chasing big tuna around. But, uh, but yeah, I've been kind of kind of locked down here for a little while. Yeah, I would imagine a guy like you, you're probably getting a little stir crazy about now. I'm getting a little stir crazy. I don't sit still very well. <laughs> well, you can come on down. I got lots of work at my place. We're mowing pasture, doing all kinds of stuff now. Oh, perfect. I'm ready. Captain Tony Zapolvita, <laughs> folks, green water fishing. Make sure you've got him on your schedule this year and make those reservations because I guarantee you a quality captain like this guy, he's going to be book solid as soon as this blanket comes off of everybody. Get out there and have some fun as soon as you can and make your reservations now. Tony, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Take care, guys. All right. Captain Tony Zapolvita out of Eureka. I got some buddies that fish with him regularly, folks. It is a blast up there, and you definitely want to get in on the action if you have the chance. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, we'll be hooking up with Evine Klein. That's right. She's the Western Regional Rep for the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation. She's going to get everything squared away for us on this ammo bill that we talked about. Can't bring my... Kent, where are you going with that soapbox? I'm getting it out of here now. Bring that thing back in here. I'm going to need it. We'll be right back. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Duckworth Boats, hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. 
The International Sportsman's Expo wants to do more, not just during the Sacramento Expo, but all year round, to highlight your outdoor resources and heritage. As a partner, ISE chose the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation, a nonprofit based in Washington, D.C., whose mission is to protect and advance hunting, angling, recreational shooting, and trapping. The Western States coordinator, Avine Klein, is based in Sacramento, and monthly, she and other experts provide California sportsman listeners with info to keep you in the loop. And joining us right now is Avine Klein. That phone sounds like it's on the out in the river catching stripers this morning. Let's find out for sure. Good morning, Avine. Hey, good morning, Seth. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. A little windy coming through on that phone. Can you cover it a little bit? I'm doing my best. You're doing good right now. On the water out there striper fishing this morning? That's right. We're just uh, dropping in lines now. Now keep that social distance and hang one while we're talking about things. Last week on the show, I was on a seven-foot-tall uh, soapbox, and I was ranting and raving, telling everybody they turned over this, and then late at night they overturned that, and I'm getting calls all during the show. No, they didn't overturn that. No, they didn't. And we, Kent and I were sitting here thinking, God, I guess we're not as informed as we thought we were. We get off the air. We found out we were 100% right, and everybody else was wrong. Avine, what the hell is going on with this ammo registration bill? Absolutely. So um, as you noted yesterday or last week, um, the court you know, put a, put a stop and said, hey, these are this unconstitutional for this ammo background check. And then, as you saw, the AG followed up and said, actually, we're going to stay on this injunction. So the injunction just means, hey, we can't enforce this law. The state of California can't enforce this ammo background. But in order um, for this litigation to continue, the AG followed a, um, a stay on the injunction. That just means everything's on pause. Uh, so as this litigation continues, we'll keep fighting and work on those ammo background checks. But incredible precedence for California. Uh, it really, really was a big statement. It's, uh, the legal language was strongly in our favor, and uh, it's good news coming out of California. Yeah, Judge Benitez, I guess, just slam-dunked uh, our uh, Attorney General, Mr. Becerra, and clearly de- just detailed the facts that these are violations of the constitutional rights of the people of California. So uh, I think this is probably one of those things that reluctantly the state will probably end up changing, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I think so. And, and it really, it's, uh, it's great for us in the court system. And it's, you know, it's all working right now this week. Um, in the legislature, it's COVID and what this going to look like as they come back next week and then the Senate returning on the 11th. But, uh, you know, crazy world we got ammo background checks overturned in courts and uh we still have some sportsman's bills floating through the legislature we got to keep our eyes on well i've heard tell that uh there's so much going on with the covid uh, virus out there and the lack of uh our guys coming back the legislator coming back and then all the things that they have to address that perhaps some of the bills are going to be kind of back shelved for a while some of the important ones will get dealt with some of the others might not be so maybe some of these little weenie things they're trying to do to cut sportsmen out of having fun in their life might get slowed down a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, so um, as you said, they're, you know, they asked us, said priority bills only, COVID bills only. Um, that still doesn't mean all of the sportsmen's bills have been. There are a few key ones to watch for us. Um, we've got the Wildlife Bird Nesting Habitat Incentive, which is a, uh, 
a great program for waterfowlers uh, set for committee on, you know, the, the week following the return. Uh, the youth hunting program will provide more opportunities for terminally ill youth and, and youth that have lost uh, a parent or guardian in, the, in service to the state or the country. Great bill, increased opportunities for hunters. And then um, also, you know, a big one enough is our youth hunting license eligibility. Uh, you know, that expires J- July 1. Uh, it would go back up to 18. And so we I aim to get that uh, extended to keep that 16-year-old age limit and, and keep those young hunters, that next generation, hooked on hunting. Well, I don't know what we'd do without you out there do, keeping us communicated well to and informed well with accurate stuff. I'm glad to hear that we've gonna, we're have gonna we probably going to see a change in the ammo bill. There's so many things, but I, I'm, I'm ready to have a party because the – Guys aren't going to be able to be able to pass all these little weenie bills and everything that they love to put through. And it just nauseates me to hear some of the proposals they're making because they're only done to make themselves look better to their own constituents so that they get reelected again. See what I'm doing? Well, folks, I'm kind of a sportsman, and I kind of enjoy sharing that with you guys every week. And I'm fighting for you, too. I want to stand up for it. But everybody is right in saying we need to sit back and do our part and do what we can to help control this. And it sounds to me like you guys are going to have your hands full out there on the water today controlling a boat full of stripers and friends. That's right. We're uh, we're, we're hanging on. We're keeping our social distance, and they're doing responsible recreation out here on the water, making sure that we don't see any additional closures like the governor's trying to implement and make sure that our fishing opportunities are, are there. Uh, and it's appreciated on our part, and I'm sure everyone else is. And by the way, when a thousand surfers show up at a beach with surfboards and say they're going surfing and the police and everybody get out of the way and the county changes their mind, you're probably going to see that happening all over the place. Although I do not advocate it. It's just something that I think you'll see more and more of as yeah. people get more and more frustrated. The bottom line to this whole thing is the public is going to decide when it's time to go. So I think they probably will do that. Everybody's cooped up. (laughs) Yes, they are. And we're getting tired of it. But we're also doing our part as well as we possibly can. Avine, have a great day on the water out there. Have the sun burn everything out of you that you don't need anymore and enjoy every moment of it. All right. Fishing on the river, chasing stripers, Avine Klein with the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation. We appreciate it. This Congressional Sportsman's Foundation update is brought to you by the International Sportsman's Expo. Guns, fishing, and other stuff knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady that knows her way around hunting, fishing, and hard work, will motivate you to live well in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your entire family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women too can take part in our hunting traditions, become skilled sportsmen themselves, and help lead the way for their children. And now, Here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. Good morning, everyone. It's Regina just checking in on my weekly no turkey update, unfortunately. I came down with strep throat, and let me tell you, it wiped me out. I honestly thought I had the corona. (laughs) But a quick strep test showed I was wrong. It was strep throat. And um, I'm recovering now, still have a little bit of a sore throat, but 
I'm back at it. Um, it only took me out for about five days, so I'm going to get back out to this turkey thing, try and get it done. Luckily, I'm an archer, so this isn't my last weekend. It is the last weekend of the general turkey, spring turkey season. So if you're a shotgunner, get out there while you can. Um, but yes, archery season is still going through the 17th, I believe. So we have a couple more, a, a little bit of an extension. And it's also still open for the juniors. You know, that's a junior uh, extension as well. So if you're still wanting to get out, explore the outdoors and call in some turkeys, take a kid, you know, I mean, it's not all about the shooting. So you have a little bit more to hunt and spend time and maybe take a junior hunter out with you um, over the next um, few days of this extended season for juniors and archers. Um, I also wanted to let you all know, if you missed my segment last week, you heard me talk about this little knot challenge I'm doing with my 4-H outdoor project group. Um, you can jump on the blog at livelongandoutdoors.com and join the knot challenge with your kids as well. I'm just teaching some basic knot tying skills and challenging the kids to learn a new knot um, as we go. So uh, check that out if you can or if you want. Uh, it's given us a little bit of something to do with the kids while we're still kind of phasing back to opening things up and, and everything that's going on with this lockdown. So I hope you all are well. Wish me luck, as always. Um, I need it, that's for sure. And I hope you have a great weekend. Take care. Live long in the outdoors with Regina Stafford. Sponsored by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. Your one-stop outdoor shop that has it all. From fishing to hunting and everything in between. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores. Take the family and pick up the stuff you'll need for your next family adventure. Two locations. In Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road, just off Highway 80. And in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza Road. Don't miss the deals at the Guns, Fishing, and Other stuff online outlet check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com and now more california sportsmen with sep hendrickson hey, as i mentioned uh, earlier that uh, kent brown and myself and richard uh, burton got out in a big 24 footer the other day and had a wonderful day of striper fishing it was fun it. yeah it was it was, it was too much action well, there was some little, little, little guys. I wanted guys. to sit there and eat my sandwich. Yeah, no, I know, I know that there was. There and was it's a like lot of guys. eight fish interruption while I was eating <laughs> my sandwich. Yeah, it was. A, it was a good trip. And there and, was uh, there were we had some dinks. We had some that were probably eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen inches long, and then we had more. God, I was glad you said inches fish. and you weren't going to pounds because I was like. Dude, you need to recalibrate your thumb. <laughs> My scale is yeah, off. your scale was off. But no, no, our, our biggest, I think, I probably did catch the biggest one. It was probably about what six and a half, seven pounds. Yeah, maybe. probably about that. But yeah, and they weigh a little lighter than they look because they got hollow heads. They're so stupid. They're skinny, I think. man. They're skinny. But uh, it was but, a lot of fun just being out there with your buds, yeah. for starters, and just being within a few feet of each other. We we had plenty of social distancing. Well, and talking about, you know, all the old spots you used to fish as a kid and all the spots that I've fished, same spots, you know, the 
the you know some of the stuff down there around Antioch and Oakley and all right, that area. We were fishing right out right. in front of the PG&E plant, man. Antioch. Yeah. I grew up fishing the catfish right there yeah. at the hot water district. And we used too. to race in there in the wintertime. Whoever could get their you know first couple of boats to in a tournament because of the hot water discharge. You know there were always fish back there. So and if you've been around, you know the Riverview Lodge, and it's right there. It's got docks out front. Yeah. I've been going to Riverview Lodge for probably sixty years. Yeah. Oh, that sounds old. The doesn't Delta it? doesn't change, but, but it was cool. And there were, you know, a few boats out there and, uh, it's, quite a few and fly fishermen. Out I was going to say thing? that was what was cool is the same fishery, uh, all the different ways people are fishing for them. You know, they're throwing, uh, there's some guys down there in bass boats throwing swim baits at them. Uh, they're spooning them. They're fly fishing for them. They're just, Kind of whatever your deal is, that you can go catch fishing them. thing looked like it was just a little bit of work. It looked hard. <laughs> it didn't look like much fun. All that line going in the trash can and everything, it was, it was, yeah, it would have worn me out. Well, let's check in with James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. I'm sure he's all loaded up and ready to head out for today, and let's find out what he's up to. Good morning, Captain. Uh, good morning. We're about halfway out. It was a little bit too rough, so I came inside, uh, protected area to uh do the radio show then we got to go get wet again what's it like out there today it's pretty rough right now uh the uh tide hasn't quite quite switched where i'm at so we've got the wind blowing against the tide so it's it's crazy rough right now but uh when that tide switches over they had to calm down to still be windy but uh i just need to turn those stands off the real vista and then we'll be fine now we get the wind going the right direction probably the bridge exactly. will probably last longer too yeah. Well, James, uh, hey. techniques, what are you going to be doing today? Uh, my, my trolling motor, my kicker, seized up on me, so we're going to be doing live bait fishing. Uh, we're going to see if we can do it with the winds. If not, then we're going to head into one of the sloughs, get out of the wind, and find some fish. Well, I'm sure you'll find them. There's no shortage of them out there, and, and it is so tidally dependent. The, the right time on the tide, things just bust loose, don't they? Yeah, they do. Hey, I heard you, you were out here striper fishing. I've been known to do that every now and then, but we don't talk about it. We don't talk about that a whole lot. We just go yeah, out, do our thing, and sneak back. I bet you didn't know how to tell how old a uh, striper is. Okay. Well, how old do you? How do you tell how old a striper is? You, you, you count the number of stripes, multiply it by the number number of ounces, and then divide by twelve. That tells you how old it is. Really? No, <laughs> I don't know. Sounds good. It sounded really good for a minute there. You almost had me going because that's the way I estimate my weight. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was, was going to say, I was, I was over here trying to write all that down. James, I know you're in the Mount Diablo area fishing today because I, I, yeah. I, I saw it clearly the other day. Are you planning on seeing a big bridge in your uh, travels today? Yeah, I, I think the whole Armada is going to be over here, but the West Bank is still kicking out good fish too, so the, that that'll bring it, uh, crowds down. But then everybody, you know, halibut fishing, salmon fishing, it's not going to be as crazy as it, as it has been. Do you think uh, bait fishing is more productive than trolling, or do you think trolling allows you more opportunities for hookups? I think you get bigger fish trolling. You get definitely way more fish when you bait fish. It just gets expensive. But then when you run out of bait, you switch to jigs and get just as many on a jig. Well, I didn't pay for the bait the other day. I guess Richard but, must have. What are you paying for those right now? What uh, you, buck twenty-five a piece for every bait. For every minnow, yeah, buck it, and it, a quarter it, a minnow. I wow! Remember, I remember throwing nets and getting about twenty or thirty of them and being thrilled like out of them. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but you can jig a jig up and down. Don't say nothing. Yeah, the jig pays you, costs you a couple bucks, and it'll last you a thousand fish. Yeah.
Exactly. Well, uh, you're out there with the low sides on that boat, I noticed, so uh, it could get a little uh, choppy out there on you. I would imagine you'll find those calmer waters inside and get those productive fish in there, don't you think? You better believe it. Yeah, a couple of days ago, I went up to McCollumy, way up to McCollumy, up by I-5, just to see what it was like because it was too windy out everywhere else. Because with the high sides, high levees, and all the trees, you're, I mean, you can blow 50 miles an hour and still protect it up there. It's just a hell of a drive from course. But it, it produced some really good fish. didn't produce as many as I wanted, but the quality you couldn't beat. Yeah, there's some good quality fish that are available out there. There's no doubt about that. And a good cross-section of sizes. I would say that better than half our fish were keepers. It's been an un- unreal uh, striper season. You know, we, we thought it was never going to start, and then all of a sudden it just it just went on fire. I mean, yeah, sure, you're going to have your slow days, but it's been it's been one to remember. It's just one we can't we can't share with our clients. Yeah, well, it, it'll pick up here pretty quick for those clients that still have an opportunity if we get this blanket lifted off of us in time to get out there for the rest of the run. I understand the stripers are just packed in the San Francisco Bay. That means they're out there feeding up. Some of the fish that are out there have spawned out. Some of them have not spawned. So Yeah, uh, we, 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 uh, a couple of days ago, half our fish were downstream where they'd, they'd post-spawned fish. Well, there's plenty of them still out there then and lots of opportunities. Plus, you've got the resident population that really never leaves the Delta area. Well, James, That's give them all the... thing about the Delta is you, you can catch the fish going up and also coming down, so you get best of both worlds out here. Well, one of the things that I've learned after fishing with a lot of guides over the years out there is uh, you can fish all day long on the right tide. You just got to race with it and be in the right spot at the right time. Follow it going out, follow it coming back in. I hate to say yes, this, but do. bass fishermen taught me this. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they only have uh, two speeds on their uh, boats, go and stop, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. fact. Trust me, I've been in Kent's boat. It does have go and stop, and go is rather quick. James, <laughs> it's time to give them that phone number as well as the website. James, I've been telling everybody when this uh, when we get out from underneath this, we're going to all want to go fishing, and there's going to be nobody with any reservations left. If folks don't make their reservations right now, they're going to be sorry. That's These guys, the, the top quality guys, will be booking solid because people will be calling them right and left, and all their dates will be filled. Find a date in the future. Go after June 1st and go fishing with these guys. Give them the hookup stuff. Yeah, you can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990, and the website is www.fishheightlines.com. All right, partner, get out there and spank it. If you get into some good action, just give us a shout back. Let us know what's up. All right, will do. Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service chasing Delta Stripers today. Hey, it's about time for What's Hot and What's Not with Alan Fong this morning. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not. Brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. The new Shimano Stratic FL spinning reels come in sizes from 1,000 for trout and panfish to the 5,000 for big saltwater action and every size in between. Increase your hookup rate with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system designed to endure and conquer the hardest fighting fish. And with Shimano's micro-module gear too, you'll experience a smooth and power transfer like never before. All Shimano products, rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and improve your fishing with Shimano. And joining us from Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores right here in Sacramento, the man himself, 
the rod father, the godfather. He's everything to fishermen. Mr. Alan Fong joins us now. Good morning, Al. Morning. How are you guys doing? I'm doing outstanding. How about you? Did you sneak off and do a little uh, fishing this week? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of fishing. <laughs> I went to Bullard Bar, yeah. and uh, we got there around 7.30, and we were out of there at 11. We probably caught 50 fish. <laughs> If you can't catch them there, you need to quit. That's a fact, because they'll jump on a bare hook if you give them the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, they're not very big. 12 inches is a big one, and they're, but they're really tasty. <laughs> you know, 30 years ago, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife decided that Bullard's Bar was a great, abundant kokanee place that added to the bass fishing, and they wanted to yeah. create fisheries where people could go and be assured that they were going to catch kokanee. Well, that's what they've done. They've loaded it up. The fish is a little smaller because there's so many fish in the lake. But it is a great destination for taking people when you want to make sure you got to yeah, catch. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's fun for kids. And, you know, what gets me is that they're so deep. They're like 50 to 70 feet. So I think what's happening is those bass are tearing them up. So they go down a little bit deeper to get away from them. What were you pulling, Alan? What What was your favorite offering you were yanking back? Um, it really didn't matter. I used like a homemade apex and then a pink hoochie i switched around a lot but it didn't make no difference boy i'll bet you know, mr wasuko watch... loves you to use those homemade things instead of something you sell in the <laughs> store <laughs> you watch the graph and you you know you'll see them on there it look like big old clouds and as soon as you pull through there you know you get action yeah if it looks like really... a, if it looks like a pile of bait it's a pile of kokanee yes it is uh, it's it's a it's oh. amazing fishing up there, and I know that the bass enjoy every bit of it, as well as the bass fishermen enjoy getting those big spotted bass out of there too. Oh yeah, yeah. As you know, stripers is red hot. You know them doing those smoke plants, and they're going to do it. I think one more week. Um, you could go to Edo's website. They post when they're doing it, and they always release on outgoing tides. So if the outgoing tides in the morning, they do it in the morning. If it's in the afternoon this coming week, they're going to do it in the afternoon. And well, it's pretty simple to go down there and just bring a spoon and catch all you want. Yeah, once those uh, smolts, the salmon smolts hit the water, the uh, bite is on, things happen, birds appear, and you can toss a bare hook out there probably get hooked up. Yeah, and yesterday I was down up north in the Delta. You know, the bass are post-spawn now. They're, they're spawned and they're feeding like crazy, so it's pretty easy. You know, Warren got a seven and a half with me yesterday, but... We probably had about 18, 20 pound limit. Nice. And nice. watch out for the shad because they're starting to come in. Um, we got friends that are already down there catching them. Last Saturday down there at the Mouth of America is a joke. You look out there and there's so many boats. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, they they tried, they had it pretty well rafted across there, so I think you could walk yeah. from one side to the other. But they wanted to make sure they had the path covered that the shad were coming up. And I don't think there's any doubt. They had it covered about nine different directions. And, yeah, and, and there are. are guys, my friends, the Seichows, Jim and Mon Seichow were out uh, just this week. And they were yeah. into the shat. And they got some biggies, you know, some big, beautiful hens. I think they had about a three-and-a-half, four-pound hen. And that's a, oh, that's yeah, a nice-sized shad for right now. Usually a lot of the males are going, what, pound, pound-and-a-half, maybe yeah. up to two pounds. And then the females are considerably larger in most cases. And, yeah, the males usually come first. You know, and if any... The best areas are the mouth of the American and the mouth of the feather. They're the easiest place to catch them. Well, so one of the things is 
you know, Fisherman's Warehouse, we've been uh sack store, we remodeled it and it uh looks really nice. And we're gonna open on Tuesday, May the fifth, but there's gonna be a lot of restrictions. We can only let twenty people in at a time and we're gonna be really um safe. We're gonna have uh sanitizer for your hands right there when you come in. You have to wear a mask, and if you don't have one, we'll give you one. And uh, we have no public restroom. We have no rod and reel and downrigger repair, mainly so customers can come in and buy tackle. Um, We want to get you in and get you out so, you know, we keep it a safe environment. We're going to close on Sunday, Monday. Our regular hours are going to be Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, until we get out of this mess. Well, being but one you of need- you guys are an essential because you're selling so much equipment for fishermen that go out and rely on fish for food too. So it, oh, yeah, it really makes it. And having the twenty people in there at a time, and I've I've been into stores that allow so many. I was in uh, Big Five a couple of days ago getting a fishing <laughs> license, which I was almost went fishing without one, which would have been real bright. <laughs> But but they were restricting it to five people going into one of those. So 20 people in your big store, all recently renovated. Those folks are going to be checking mm-hmm. it out and really enjoying what they see. So come on in. Yeah, they, Start, and that's starting on the 4th or the 5th. What was it again? Uh, the 5th on Tuesday. All right. May 5th, Tuesday, at 10 o'clock. They open back up again, and they will you will be following all of their social distancing and re- sanitizing regulations yep. along the way. Yep. We'll have all that there. So if you don't have it, just... You know, come on in and we'll take care of you. Well, you guys know we've had a big contest going on here with Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores. Every purchase that was made on the Internet qualified for it. We decided because they're not going to open up till the 5th, we're going to continue that for another week so that we get everybody in that's making Internet purchases. So if you make an Internet purchase this week, we're going to announce the big winner on next week's show. So everybody that last chance effort to get it, so if you want to get in there, make a purchase from Fisherman's Warehouse over the Internet at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com, and you'll be able to enter the contest automatically. You don't have to fill out anything. Transaction is your entry, and we'll have the winner, and we'll announce it on next week's show. That way you guys can be out there, and we take this right to the end. There's about $500 in goodies in there, a couple of life jackets from our friends at the Department of Boating and Waterways. Kent's got a couple of great rods and reels, and we've got all kinds of extra tackle. I've got some Rapalos that are in, in there. So you guys are going to have a great prize, the lucky winner, and we'll announce it right here, probably with Alan or Troy Maggie joining us next week on the show. Alan, let's tell them, how big go. was your biggest striper this last week? This last week, uh, in the twenties, mid twenties. And how big but is I'm your? I'm done with stripers now. Yeah, how big was oh. your biggest one before you got done with them? Uh, Forty. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never... been catching some big ones this year. <laughs> Apparently so. Apparently so. I caught the. But sec- I'm all done now. I, I caught I'm my. I'm going s- after those green ones. You the green ones now, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Funner. You're getting sick. You're really getting sick. You're leaving Kokanee and going for bass. Alan Fong with Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores, folks. Be with us next week. Find out if you're the lucky winner that made the purchase. And remember, they open up on the 5th at 10 o'clock. And they've got all go. kinds of social distancing for you to follow, too, to play it safe. Alan, yeah, we got rules. <laughs> you got it, my friend. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Okay. Bye. Take care. 
If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motor Home has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motor Home, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer home annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Talk. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, Michael. It's opening day of salmon season, and I'm taking time to talk with you. Go for it. Okay. It, it did open up yesterday, Seth. And yeah, I knew with that. This, with, this current, with, the, with this current lockdown, everybody's been pretty much locked down. I don't know of a boat that fished out of uh, Bodega Bay. I would be really tempted to slip out of my boat with my son. Uh, but uh, they don't want us traveling more than five miles. And I'm just going to respect the local community and not try to stir the pot. But down in Monterey, 
several boats who were who had berths inside of uh, Santa Cruz uh, Harbor did slide out, and they got quick limits of salmon fishing out at the uh, Soquel Hole and off of uh, Pajaro. I saw a lot of nice quality 8- to 10-pound fish in the mix. I had a good friend, Tina. She was out with her uh, her husband, uh, Rick, and uh, they had four quick limits yesterday morning up to about 11 pounds, and uh, they were fishing about five miles out in front of uh, Santa Cruz. And the commercial fleet is currently open from Pigeon Point South, and I'm hearing numbers of anywhere from 50 to 100 fish per boat. There's a lot of fish out there. Yeah, um, that's what we heard this guys, morning, too. Commercial guys are having a little bit of a problem uh, with their with their markets. They're trying to still establish markets because all the restaurants are closed. There's not a lot of demand, but there sure is going to be a lot of demand on the sports side once this stuff opens up. So we're really hopeful that we're going to get to go fishing another week or two that we don't have to wait through the uh, the uh, entire month. But uh, for right now, we're just kind of. Uh, sitting and chilling because we don't want to make local waves within our own harbor. Well, I don't blame you. It's such a beautiful harbor, such a quaint little place down there. It's just best to go along with the regulations on things right now. We're it, a very, we're a, Bodega Bay is a very small community where word travels very fast. So we're not going to go out and uh, uh, thumb our noses at a lot of people. We're going to wait and honor it. But the conditions offshore look fantastic. From what I'm hearing down south, I'm hearing about fish over a 20, 25-mile area. I'm sure there's a lot more because there's so few boats out. And once we get cracking on them, we'll get, we'll get a real good idea. We start releasing the Golden Gate Fleet and the Bodega Bay Fleet and Half Moon Bay on these fish. We'll have a real good idea of just how many fish are off the coast right are you now. Hear, are you hearing anything at all about of when, when they can break loose? No. Yeah, I'm I, I, like the rest of California. We're just, you know, sitting here quietly in the dark, it. sitting here quietly in the dark while our constitutional rights are being uh, abused. Yeah. And it's and it's just, uh, you know, to me, I don't see the big deal of me and my son who lives with me for me to go out or take take my wife out fishing. And it's a beautiful day in the ocean today. We got four knots of wind over a four foot swell, high overcast. It's ideal weather and even, it was supposed to my it was supposed to be about it it was supposed to be blowing out there too yeah it was supposed to be a little bit windy going through the uh, the weekend but four knots of wind uh <laughs> it's um it's it's challenging sitting here on my butt here at home i bet it is and it's going to be challenging because kent and i will be beating you up for a salmon trip before you know it wanting to get out of maybe as- salmon and some crab too Oh, we could probably put that on a Monday and take Mark Blanton with us, too. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he'd, go. he'd probably fit that into his schedule. And I got something Mike could use, so we might be able to pull that yeah, one. Yeah, as I said, as I said, crab can't perked up. Yeah, Mar- Marilyn's got a smile on her face and turned her chair around to face us, yeah. too, by the way. Mike, anything else I need to share with him? You know what? We're going to sit, we're going to, we're going to sit here tight, be ready. And I think we're going to have a great season once we get past this uh, shelter-in-place order. All right. So you're, you guys are basically looking at January or June 1st right now, probably, along with everybody else and our good friend. Our That's what we're looking at right now. But trust me, we get to go. We're going. But in, you need in, to – these the folks day. These folks that want to go out on reservations, you'll be able to get six, eight, six a month at a time. When they take this off, you're going to get 150 calls. 
Folks, make sure you're one of the early calls. If you want to go salmon fishing on one of the best boats out of Bodega Bay, the Real Magic, you will have a blast on board, but only if you have a reservations made because these boats will book fast. You can take that to the bank. Looking forward to it. Thanks thanks for that, Seth. Give them the phone number for Real Magic. It's 707-875-BOAT or 2628. You got it, partner. Have a good one, and thanks for the update on the opener. We appreciate it very much. Thanks, guys. Hope to see you soon. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com. Let's get out of here. First hour is over. No, all your clocks are wrong at home. I didn't roll over at any time at all. So go change your clock three minutes and nine seconds back. We'll be right back. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. I'm Bill Carr, editor of Western Outdoor News, and I'm asking for a moment of your time. Western Outdoor News has been around for 57 years and covers most every lake, river, and ocean port that you want to fish and all the hunting opportunities as they're going on every week with up-to-date, accurate hunting and fishing information from the field. But more than that, we keep sportsmen and women advised of what's going on politically about things that impact your life, sports, and your children's outdoor future. Be aware of what's happening in the outdoors. Stay on top of issues and get involved. Experience the rich hunting and fishing heritage we all enjoy. I'm asking you to join the fight and subscribe at a very special rate of $34.95 for 52 issues, less than $1 a copy. Call 1-800-290-2929 between 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. weekdays and mention the code words California Special or go online to onenews.com, W-O-N-E-W-S.com and click the subscribe link. That's onenews.com or call 1-800-290-2929 weekdays and tell them you want the California California special. We're all in this together, and your support and help is appreciated. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in Upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsman. Summer is right around the corner. Now is the time to come up with a plan for training your dog, whether it's upland game, waterfowl, working on something specific, working on retrieve, building up bird drive, obedience, or puppy training. Call Olive Hill Kennels to line up a lesson and we can work with your dog in the field and come up with a game plan together that works for you and your family. We are doing lessons Tuesdays through Saturdays from 8 to noon. Give us a call with any questions or to line up a lesson at 530-735-6217 or check us out at olivefieldkennels.com. Specializing in ultralight live bait drifting for striped bass in the waterways of the Northeast Delta, Captain Mike Gravert of Intimidator Sport Fishing takes you on a slow drift through the Mokalami River system to relax and enjoy the scenic beauty until wham, wham, fish on. 
and blood pumping adrenaline kicks in. Fishing the way it was meant to be. Captain Mike has the techniques and the where, when, and know-how to catch the Delta's premier game fit. For a great day of fishing in the Delta, you have to call Captain Mike. Intimidator Sport Fishing, 916-806-3030 or intimidatorsportfishing.com. And now it's time for the second hour and more of the award-winning California sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Can't roll the damn soapbox back in here. I'm going to need it in a hair couple of minutes. Oh, okay. yeah, I see that. Second. Hey, welcome back to California Sportsman. Here's what's coming up in our second hour. We're going to kick it off talking to Mike Graver, talking Delta Stripers with Intimidator Sport Fishing. Captain Jay Lowe's going to join us talking about halibut in the bay. They've been doing a little commercial fishing out there, and he said they are finding halibut everywhere and stripers can't keep them off the hook. There's so many of them out there right now. Senior Tuna is going to hook up with us from San Diego. And boy, was he ticked off at the restrictions they had down there. You can't look at the water down there, but I think some of that might have changed. And then we're going to tell you about a big fancy duck club that's for sale that you may want to buy. And Sam Parada, gun owners of California, joins us with more on the ammo bill updates. And Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service, a new guy that we're trying out today on the show, is going to tell you about Bullard's Bar. He's out striper fishing yesterday, and he's at Bullard's Bar a couple of days this last week, I believe fishing with his wife or some friends. And i got to tell you, they spanked some kokanee up there, no doubt about it. Let's go live right now to the man himself, Captain Mike Gravert of Intimidator Sport Fishing. Good morning, Captain. Well, good morning, you guys. I should be running into love here pretty soon. Um, boy, it's nautical out here today, man, not for the meek of hearts this morning. We're, uh, we're bumping our way down towards the Antioch Bridge where we've had a great bite all week. So, uh, boy, not too many people out here and, and tons of fish the last couple of days. So if you hear my voice going, uh, 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 that's just the waves I'm hitting right now trying to bump my way down here. Well, when I talked to you a couple of days ago, I heard there were five-foot whitecaps out there in an area where Kent and I and Richard had fished. Is it rough out there? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was so rough that the... The trolling motor was coming out of the water. My bow was going up so high. And all I could hear was Todd yelling at me, going, we got this, man. We got this, man. We're getting them. So, uh, yeah, a little nautical, a lot of, lot of wind lately. So, you know, it is springtime, uh, but the fish are definitely biting and uh, not not near going to be over here anytime soon. It's uh, really good, but not too bad. I'm getting closer and closer to the bridge. Like I said, I talked to Lopes yesterday. He had a little rough going yesterday. And I told him, well, come on over here to Edo's. They're biting really good. So, um, tide's going to swing here, and we're going to make our drift up there and catch some fish today. You know, if you're a striper fisherman and you're not watching the tides, if you're just going out because the water's wet, you might want to reevaluate what you're doing. It's very important to get out there at the right time, meaning be in your location at the right time, not launching the boat at the right time. It's getting there, travel out, and say, you know, the tide's going to change in about 30 minutes. The bite should really come on, and bingo it's like throwing a switch isn't it mike right 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 yeah uh Edo's, uh this morning i think uh the low tide was at 5 30 generally takes about two hours before you start seeing any kind of push um so we should hit it just about perfect here this morning so uh yeah you got to have title movement for these guys to bite ah there's mr jayla i'm getting ready to pass them on my starboard side here well, so, give- yeah tides very important 
Give him, oh, he's on hold already for us. He know he's listening to us talk right now. Wave oh, at yeah. him, Jay. Wave at Gavin hey. as he goes by. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mount Lopes, it's uh, James Nestle, Fight Lines Guide Service. Ah. So. <laughs> well, he made it out there, too. That's great. Well, Mike, I know that I know you got to get you're in the position where you need to be paying attention to what's going on out there. But, folks, there's obviously still great action. The spawn is still going on. It's, some have spawned. Some have not. The locations are just about anywhere. It's got fish right now. Mike, you were concerned about temperature when we talked yesterday on the phone that the fish might not be coming all the way back up into the McCullumy system because of the warm water. Right, right. Yeah, we're uh... – you know, today we've got a lot of clouds. It's really cool today. I got a water temperature at 66.5 right now, so that's looking good. Yeah, you know, they just don't like to be in that warm water, so they might not come up as far. Uh, but what I saw yesterday, uh, we fished down at Edo's and I worked our way back to the marina yesterday. We caught fish all the way back to the barn, so um, I think we're getting a second push of fish here. So it's just a little too early to tell, but, yeah, they don't like the warm water. Uh, they want to spawn and get out, so we'll just have to wait and see. But this little run right here, generally not too bad, but uh, we got a hard west wind this morning, so we had to run through False River and uh, and bounce our way down here. But it's looking pretty nice right now. It's not white tapping, so that's what we got going on this morning. Well, you must be grinning ear to ear with no white caps. Get out there and have a great <laughs> time with your clients. Mike Graver with Intimidator Sport Fishing. Give them the hookup, Mike. Sure, it's nine one six eight zero six thirty thirty on the web at intimidatorsportfishing.com. All right, put your head down, get the spot, and catch some fish for those boys today. You got it, guys. Have a great one. Thank you, Mike. Striper fishing in the Delta. I didn't want to tell him that he could have been a little calmer if he had run around the False Riverside. But... Did you hear him say he had to cut through False River? <laughs> <laughs> I bet that was rough. Yeah, a little bumpy. A little bumpy. But that's the Delta in the morning. You know, you've got that... That, that wind pushing against that tide, and that's, uh, that's when the waves start stacking. Absolutely. Well, we'll be checking in uh, with Captain Jay Lopes here in just a minute, finding out what's going on. We're going to take a quick break right now. We come back. You'll announce our lucky winner of Gun Owners of California. we're going to save that till we talk to Sam Paradis from Gun Owners you know, of California a little later in the show. So. Damn good idea. We'll be right back after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're about to get hooked. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. He's a monster. 
Avoid the hassles. Go with Tight Lines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956. It's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford in Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse Stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all your angling needs. Thursday nights are seminar nights at all Fisherman Warehouse locations. Local experts and professional guides give seminars and demonstrations sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make novice and experienced anglers better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and uh, it's time for me to take you to Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing. He's probably not sitting in the water this morning. Where the hell are you today, Lopes? Uh, we're, we're sitting here in the San Joaquin River, uh, social distancing, uh, looking for some striped bass. I don't so blame you one bit. Well, uh, Graver thought he was just going by you. You heard that conversation, I'm sure. But it was I it, did. It wasn't you. It was Netzel that he was passing out there. But he was waving. I know. <laughs> but Jay waves. Was Jay was waving. waving. That, that was funny. I was waving. I was like, hey, where you at? I don't see you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jay, you've been uh, very uh, off the water lately and uh, kind of getting out there with uh, some friends and uh, especially family members. I know you've been fishing with your wife, too. What are you sensing and what are you seeing out there? What's going on with the stages of these stripers? Um, you know, things are changing. Water's getting hot. Um, you know, there was some fish on West Bank again yesterday. Uh, we caught a few trolling. It wasn't like it was. Um, they're just not doing their thing. I think a lot of the fish did spawn um, here, you know, recently. And uh, they're moving down uh, just because all the numbers of fish uh, we saw down in San Francisco Bay this week. There's a ton of stripers down there. Well, that's what and, I really uh, wanted to talk to you about. I wanted to find out what's going on up there and then take you right to the bay. You gave me the comments that stripers are everywhere in the bay. Yeah, stripers are everywhere. Halibut are everywhere. So we, um, Kevin and I, uh, my deckhand, we decided to uh, do a little commercial fishing uh, the first part of the week um, for halibut. And uh, it was really, really good. We stopped each day at 15 fish, um, not to get super greedy, but we had 30, you know, 30 fish in two days, 
and all the stripers we wanted. I mean, obviously we can't take them or commercial halibut fishing, but it was, you know, like I, I sent you, you know, I kind of contacted you the other day. I told them we got this great fishing down there. We're, we're still on strike, so we're not fishing down there, unfortunately, yet. But, I mean, they're just there, and the halibut are, I don't know, they're just moving in and just waves after wave after wave. Uh, it's the bottom's got to be littered with them, and nobody's yeah, and crazy. nobody's taking them out a hundred a day like we were a thousand a day probably in some periods like last year when there were so many being caught out there. How would you rate this year's compared to last year? The same or maybe a little bit better? I think it's a little bit better from what I saw the short time I was there this week. Uh, you know, we're not we saw some undersized fish, but everything that's biting or there's a lot of keeper fish this year. So, but there are some shorts. Um, but the, the, I say this year is going to be probably better than last year. And last year was, gonna, you know, was a, one of the best years we've ever seen. But, you know, the bay is alive. You know, we go across the bay to get uh, bait, and there's whales in the central bay. There's anchovies busting on the surface. The, you know, it's just, just awesome to see. Um, the water temp's warm. It's in the 60s, and uh, that's what these fish, you know, thrive off. They come in, chase the anchovies in, and they just gorge themselves before they head back out. But, we're really just jonesing to get back on the water. Um, it's just very difficult to sit at home knowing that all this is happening um, and we can't do much about it down there yet. But I think things are going to be changing here in the really the coming days, hopefully, is what we're shooting for. Well, I hope they come up with something because it just does not make sense that in many areas you can go out and you can go golfing. Many areas you can go to parks and go walking around. And you can't go out in a boat with your wife or somebody and go fishing, and they take care of that by closing every ramp along the coast, every ramp anywhere that there were issues. And uh, I, I just don't get it. If they want there's to, one ramp open, so it congregates everybody that, there. They all go to yeah. that one place. Jay Halibut Fishing I, I, is – go ahead. No, I heard this morning I have a buddy of mine fishing the bay, and he went to go get live bait. He waited in line for probably an hour to get bait. So the, there's a ton of people down there absorbing what's happening down there, and like you said, Kent, those boat ramps are just getting beat up. Also, so they should be. We should be able to fish. You know, that something needs to give for us. The state I mean, should help disperse the people by keeping more ramps, parks, and open areas available for public consumption. Yeah, but that's just you. my opinion, and can't roll the soapbox here back is, out of here. here. Let me get that. <laughs> we got to get the soapbox out of the way. Jay, another quick question. Live bait showed up. It's obviously uh, a wonderful thing, but how does live bait compare to trolling this time of year for the halibut? Um, I think either one would work. Um, I personally, you know, we're a big-time troller, like we've always talked about, but, you know, drifting live bait is very, very unique. And the nice part about live bait drifting, you know, is you have a chance to catch anything. So, you drop down one drift, you catch a halibut. You drop down the next one, you catch a bass. You drop down the next drift, and you catch a white sea bass. You know, you catch a leopard shark. I think the live bait drift is probably the best way to go right now. And uh, you could fish the deeper water. When you're trolling, you could you have to fish shallower areas. You know, we were fishing water this week, uh, you know, to as deep as 40 feet. So we were able to get out there and, and get some of the fish that are, you know, moving in from the ocean. And before they go up in the flats, but I already know that based on what I heard yesterday, that there is fish absolutely everywhere right now. Guys up in the North Bay, guys outside of Richmond, Paradise, the Central Bay. We spent a good part of our time below the Bay Bridge um, this week. Um, so 
so it's just we're ready to go. We're gonna we're gonna get back down there tomorrow a little bit just to play around, and uh, we're gonna make sure we're on the fish that when we want to get the green light, we're we're on it for our customers. What would your advice be for customers looking to get a trip lined up? Well, best thing to do is just call or email. And just we're gonna, we've, we've started a list. We already have a big you know bulk of our summer already full with bookings but we're just waiting on to be able to take them out but if someone wants to get out just call we'll put you on a list i'm sure we're gonna lose some trips here and there and we'd love to get you out we're gonna be limiting our loads too we're gonna we can only take four people possibly this summer so it's gonna be nice instead of six it's uh it's gonna be a little more personal trip a little bit more pricey where they change the rates a little bit just to accommodate the the two extra lost pe- people but uh, i think it's gonna be well worth it and i'd pay that well, in a heartbeat uh, that's that's yeah, a deal to me. You get the boat, the heck with it. Let's just take a few people, have more room, more fun, and more food for you. That's it, that's it. more food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Captain, after you uh, address the what's left of stripers out there in the Delta, and after you move over and take care of the halibut and striper situation in the Bay, what's next for you after that? Salmon, salmon. Um, I guess the commercial salmon uh, opened up yesterday in the sport. Um, got friends of ours uh, down at a Monterey. They put the boats down there. They had 40, 50 fish, up to 100 fish a boat. So uh, there's a lot of fish out in the ocean. Um, that's what we're going to do uh, come July. We're just going to chase the bite this year, like we always do. We're, but we might stay in the bay just a little bit longer um, than we have in the years past, just because that, that bay fishing did last all summer last year. And we might just try to absorb that a little bit more, but we are going to be focusing on salmon come July and August and, you know, maybe a little bit of halibut, just whatever we got to do to make things work, you know, now. So, well, they've got the best opportunities. We're looking at one of the best salmon seasons that we've experienced. We're obviously looking at the best halibut season we've experienced. There's no shortage of stripers running around out there. Hey, Newsom, we don't like to go fishing. Maybe you can arrange that. You do have the power. Well, we'll find out. In the meantime, Jay, do everything you can and uh, get out and enjoy it as much as possible, whether you're taking your wife or a crony or somebody that lives under your roof, whatever it takes. Get out there and enjoy the outdoors, folks. It's better outdoors than it is cooped up indoors, and now I have to shoot Kent Brown because I just heard him cough in the studio. It's been nice knowing you, Brown. I see how that works Mr. Now. Lopes, would you please give me your hookup information? Yeah, give us a call, Eric, go 916-417-5670 and on the web at righthooksportfishing.com and check out the Facebook page. And I got to reel up here and go find Graver because I know he's on him. So I got to I gotta put him around here and see if I can see Well, if you can see the bridge behind you and you're heading towards Martinez, you'll find him. Look to the right. Yeah, I'm going to find him right now. All right, my friend, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing. It's time to jump on for halibut. It's time to jump on for stripers. And the salmon season's open, and he's going to take you out there. Have a great one, Jay. He's gone. And so are we. Quick break right now. We come back to man himself, Senior Tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Mr. Steve Carson joins us next.
Amsoil makes top quality synthetic lubricants for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, four-wheeler, snowmobile, lawnmower, and anything else with an engine. Amsoil lubricants are designed to help your equipment run at peak efficiency and last longer. Join the millions of proud Amsoil users and experience the difference and performance of synthetic lubricants. Amsoil products are warranty secure, keeping your factory warranties intact. They are high-performance replacements for vehicle or equipment manufacturer-branded products. Amsoil protects other equipment, too. Bulletproof protection for your ATV, side-by-side, UTV, outboard motors, and even your firearms. Switch to Amsoil Synthetics for all your vehicle and equipment lubricants. To review the complete line of Amsoil products and to find out more or to order direct, check out www.kellyoil.com. Your independent Amsoil dealer in our area is Brian and Patty Kelly. Call them today at 800-916-4181. Accept no substitutes. Amsoil, the first in synthetics. Kellyoil.com. For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motor Home has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motor Home, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home and annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the Internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. 
joining us in the Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tip of the Week, the man himself, Senior Tuna, our own director of Penn Fishing Universities, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, Tuna. Good morning, Tip. So I see things are changing in the San Diego area. Are you as still ticked off today as you were a couple of days ago about all the closures down there? Well, now I'm just schizophrenic because <laughs> the, the, the rules tend to change hourly now. Or, or even better, they change depending on which politician is making an announcement about it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, is it true that a thousand surfers with surfboards showed up and won? Well, that was it. I, no, a thousand is not correct. A bunch. Uh, a thousand people, human beings, uh, on dry land showed up. Actually, a little more than that showed up in Huntington Beach just to just to protest the general closures. Uh, that that part's true. Uh, in San Diego County, they actually did manage, they announced literally yesterday, uh, they managed to get a number of different uh, uh, launch ramps open. And no single no single launch ramp wanted to open because they didn't want to be the only one and, and just be, you know, un, uh, attacked exactly. by people from e- everywhere. But they got some of the, the major launch ramps open, like Shelter Island, uh, in San Diego Bay, they opened only one ramp, unfortunately not the main one, in Mission Bay, and that allowed Oceanside Launch Ramp to open because they didn't want to open and be the only ones in the county, uh, and a few other ones. Uh, although, interestingly enough, uh, the men in black, the they, whoever, who are they, by the way, Sep? You know, no. when they are doing stuff, who are they? The men in black are checking ID. Because you are only allowed to be out in a boat with somebody who lives in your household. And a little bit earlier in the week on Wednesday, before the San Diego ramps opened, uh, the Dana Point launch ramp, which is in Orange County, was the only one open. And uh, somebody I know very well launched at Dana Point, ran south into San Diego County, and was checked by a black patrol boat who asked them, where did you launch? And they gave the right answer, which was Dana Point. And uh, and the men in black said, oh, okay, great, and, you know, went along. But uh, it, it's pretty insidious. Also, here's another good one, surf fishing. If you're casting out, if you cast your line out and put your rod in a rod holder and sit in a nice, nice beach chair watching your rod holder, you're breaking the law. But if you're standing in the surf, you're okay because, of course, they are now allowing surfers. So it's all quite it's all quite schizophrenic, and uh, we're hoping by next weekend everything will have kind of ratcheted open a little bit more, a little bit more every day, and we'll be up to some semblance of normal because there's a lot of fish out there. Uh, the few people that have been able to make it out have been doing limit action on bluefin tuna in the 40 to 60 pound range. Uh, yellowtail, calico bass, halibut, pretty much everything that bites in May is biting. So uh, uh, if, if the, the powers that be that can get their collective uh, you-know-what together, it's going to be a pretty pretty good spring. Well, I hope they do because uh, you are sitting on top of one of the finest fisheries in the world down in your neck of the woods. And uh, there's so many things for people to do and to keep them off the water down there. I've got a nephew that lives in San Diego, and let's just and he's like you know graduated from college. He's single. He's got 
good job, the whole bit. So you know he hangs out on the beach all day long, right? And he can't even go down to the beach and see with his friends or sit around with his roommates or people that he lives with in his own house. So it, it's it's kind of strange. And you're right. It's so different from area to area that if you changed a county, you probably wouldn't know what to do. Just last week, they ended up, we wouldn't let, or a month ago, they closed Sutter and was it Yuba? County's access yeah. for the launch ramps and everything, all hell hit the walls, you know. Yeah. And then it was just, oh, no, we meant the guides. Yeah, so then yeah. they just didn't want guides out there. And then all of a sudden, now everything's opening up again. Yeah, Sutter Sutter and uh, Yuba County, it looks like, are opening up on Monday. What do you think caused that to open up? Probably people concentrating too many on all the other ramps in right. the area exactly. and stuff. And that, that's what goes on a lot, and that's what happens down in San Diego down there, too. Steve, uh, light at the end of the tunnel, I would imagine, huh? Uh, yeah, you know, like I say, it's 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 very confusing right now, and the difference, <laughs> also, the difference between you know Dana Point and Oceanside is only about twenty miles, uh, and yet Dana Point never closed, and Oceanside literally just opened yesterday, so. You know, by the 15th, I would say pretty much all the ramps will be open. I'm not sure how much longer they're going to be actually. That's just that's scary to me. They're checking ID to make sure that whoever's in the boat with you is is someone that lives at your same address. And surf casters that, you know, the water can be a little chilly at this time of year. I don't really want to stand out there in knee-deep in What knee happens deep water if you're standing in knee-deep water and the tide goes out and now you're not in knee-deep water? Yeah, yeah. now you're not legal. <laughs> um, but but, but I, we got to give props to the to the surfing community because, and, and they're the ones that really pried the door open because essentially everybody knew they were going to go out. They're like, you can't arrest all of us. We're going out. So that sort of got the door open and, and, and made the politicians create the guidelines. And uh, so, again, give those guys props. Well, I'll tell you, I saw a photo that was sent to me by some folks. Well, my nephew, I guess might as well say. And it showed about, I don't know, 150 surfers down there with boards and paddle boards and stuff. And two police officers leaning against a police car. That police car would have had a lot of surfboards sticking out of it. I <laughs> well, think. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, it, and and uh, you know, there was a time when I was really worried about the reopening. Now, what I, what I'm looking for is there also. This is going to be a little bit a little bit tougher, but there are discussions, and they're being centered in San Diego. But they will echo all the way up to James Smith, and I don't know if he's listening out there in uh, in Radio Land. Oh, it's on. He can bet he's listening. But. But they are discussing what the rules are going to be for party boats. Yeah, well, they're actually, kicking it around up here, too. The first landing, which is Seaforth Landing on Mission Bay, actually announced they, are, they have now added some party boat runs scheduled for May 15th. So they're anticipating as early as May 15th that those, those rules for party boats will be formalized. They'll probably be strict. And then maybe uh, by June first, uh, they'll open up a little bit more, and uh, we'll go from there. Well, I've got, gonna... eight, I've got an eight-day trip on the Shogun the last week of June, so there's You'll still quite it. a bit of time between now and now and then. I'm hoping uh, that everything's going to be open enough for that. 
I think you'll make that without any trouble. Well, Steve, we certainly appreciate you getting us up to speed on what's going on down in your neck of the woods. You take care. Don't go crazy. And uh, stay in the water if you're fishing from the surf, okay? Knee deep. Knee deep. Knee deep. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Thanks for hooking up with us. Thanks, Ep. All right. I care. picture him running in and out of the waves like a little kid yeah. just to make sure that he stays in the water My feet the whole aren't time. Wet. I like, oh, trouble. no. There it goes. <laughs> hey, you know, I got a phone call a couple of weeks ago from our next guest coming up here in just a minute. And it's a good friend of the station. She was a regular on here for quite some time yeah. years ago. Vicki Bembo, the real estate huntress. She had some uh, advertising for a real estate business, but she called me up asking if I would uh, consider talking about or sell, helping her sell a duck club. Yeah. First thing I did was call a few of my buddies. Hey, you need to listen to the show when we talk about a duck club being available. Well, let's go right now live to Vicki Bembo. She's out fishing, I'm certain, or hunting today. She's out in the field for sure. Good morning, Vicki. Good morning. As a matter of fact, my son is reeling in my rod because we have a fish on, so... Good timing. We're out here striping. Yeah, absolutely. Well, perfect uh, yeah, timing. Uh, tell our friends, tell our listeners about the club you got out there and try to get out of that wind if you can just a little bit. Okay, I'll get back in the boat a little bit. So, anyway, we um I started duck hunting as a young woman and um my dad uh found very quickly that some of the duck clubs he belonged to uh, didn't let women hunt. And imagine that in this day and age. But you might be giving away. Your, you might be giving away a little bit of your age here if you're not careful. Oh yeah, you know I, I'm a, I'm you know I'm proudly 71 years young. Join so. the club. Join the club. <laughs> but so anyway, he he said, "Well, I'll fix that." And so he went and bought a duck club. So this club has been in our family for decades, and we sadly we lost him at 93 last June. And my brother decided that he's ready to let it go. And so it's 40 acres just south of Davis, five minutes from Highway 80. And uh, I've got a lot of information online and so forth, but would be delighted to show any of your listeners an opportunity to own your own duck club. Um, 40 acres, ponds, four, uh, five, uh, four-man blinds and one, two-man blinds and, and one four-man blind, which they installed on a levee or a check. So my dad was able to hunt into his 80s, oh, uh, bless his heart. That really, you, your family has customized this so dad could keep going out there forever. And that means it's also good for youngsters too, doesn't it? It is. And he, my brother took a D8 and dug one of the ponds deep, uh, 15 to 18 feet. Uh, so if you want to manage it, you can uh, stock it with bass, catfish, and so forth. And then it's also got some orchards around it. So during the September dove hunt, the doves are just thick in there because between the water and the and the and the orchards, that it's just a natural breeding ground for doves. And some of it, we leased the blind the club out for the last five years, and the guys who leased it said that they've now been seeing turkeys out there. And we went out there opening day of turkey, and I didn't see any turkeys in, but I showed the property a week ago today. And afterwards, my husband and I were having a, a light gin and tonic in an ode to my dad, which is, was his favorite drink. And so I said to Alan, grab my phone so I can call my brother and tell him how great this showing went. And here comes turkey strutting down the road. So it's got a little bit of everything. We call it the Davis Family Outing because it's just a place where you can take your kids. They're safe. It can do everything from fishing to hunting. You can spend the night out there you know, camping and have a picnic, uh, just a wonderful opportunity for a family. And you don't have anybody telling you you can't bring your daughter. 
That's a fact. And you can go out there anytime you want to. Exactly. You know, this is an expensive toy. There's no question about it. $200,000 for a 40-acre ranch. But this is a absolutely phenomenal opportunity for the right people out there. And that's why I thought this is a great way to present it. I called up a couple of friends of mine that I know are duck hunters, and they're interested. One of them in particular. He's going to ask you some questions about water and things like that, too. But... You know, to have this club so close in an area that is so productive out there, so close to Sacramento, it enables people to go out hunting in the morning and back to work early and everything. Well, and that's true. And the water, the water comes, uh, you know, from the, um, the the public water district, twenty sixty eight, and and it runs the water runs up about two to three thousand dollars a year, depending on how, how long you do how long you keep the water on the property. It's a great but, deal for somebody to get into, to have sell, you got sell a few a mem- buddies and sell yeah. a membership to your buddies at very reasonable price. Have a club for the rest of your life with everything. You, you need. need a corporate duck club. I thought about that already. Oh. <laughs> Vicki probably did too. That's yeah, why she see called. how that goes. Well, folks, this yeah. is a great opportunity out there. I know Vicky. She's got all the information you would need if you're interested or you got four or five cronies that you want to get together and you go all in on it yourselves. Give Vicky a call. Find out more about it. Find out exactly where it is. Go to Google Earth or whatever. Check it all out. And I'm sure she'll take you out and show you the property too, won't you? I will. So give me a call, 916-284-7133. And to just say keep this legal, my license is 365-708. Very good. We'll keep my it legal. My manager said I didn't have that in the ad, so I said, okay, I'll put it on the today. There you go. And if you folks will listen close, you're about to hear our ad for exactly that. So write down the numbers and the information you need from that and get a hold of Vicki right away. Vicki, have fun out there with your son fishing today. And I hope this uh, club goes to somebody that deserves it as much as you guys did when you cared for it. Oh, thank you so much, you guys. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. She's going to have some fun out there, that's for sure. Exactly. Hey. Are you going to run that ad? Yeah, I guess we ought to run that ad. Exactly. Here's Vicki Bimbo's ad for that property right now. Own your own duck club. The Davis Family Outing. This is a rare opportunity to own this family duck club, which has provided hunting, fishing, and camping memories for generations. The club and property consists of 40 acres with five double blinds and one four-man blind, which is set up for easier access use, allowing the prior owner to continue hunting into his 80s. The club is within minutes from I-80 and Mace Boulevard, allowing hunters to enjoy a morning shoot and be at work before noon. Offered at $200,000, call Vicki Benbo at 916-284-7133 or check out sacramentohomehunter.com to learn more. With decades of real estate experience, Vicki Benbo, an experienced outdoors woman herself, knows a good duck up when she sees one. Get a clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, 
you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Can we uninstall 2020 and reinstall it again? I think it has a virus. This coronavirus has turned us all into dogs. We roam around the house all day looking for food. We're told no if we get too close to strangers and we get really excited about car rides. We're kind of starting to understand why pets try to run out of the house when the door opens. Wearing a mask inside your home is highly recommended, not so much to prevent COVID-19, but to stop eating. And a neighbor asked, did we know if we could take baths yet, or do we just keep washing our hands? Hey, enough of this fun stuff. Get a clue. By the way, if anyone owes you money, go to their house now. They should be home. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Guiding full-time since 1998, J.D. Ritchie Sport Fishing shares knowledge, experience, and professionalism on Northern California's exciting King Salmon and Steelhead Waters. This year's King Salmon return is forecast to be excellent. Get in on the action. Go with the best. J.D. Ritchie. A light tackle specialist, J.D. furnishes the finest in tackle, and his Pavati jet sled is ready to get you into fish. Your catch will be cleaned and filleted with care. All you have to do is put them on the grill. Book your dates and don't miss out. Call J.D. Ritchie sport fishing at 916-952-1554 for more info and up-to-date fishing reports check out the sportfisher.com and now more california sportsmen with seth hendrickson no point messing around kent's rolled my soapbox out of here everything's out of here i guess we've got a guest coming up in a second that's going to get on the soapbox uh, no he brings his own soapbox wherever he goes uh, you know, except the uh, legislature is going to be returned to the Capitol on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm real happy about that. Yeah. So, you know, the craziness will, uh, get back to normal. 
they're not sure uh, what they will be deciding, what bills they'll be able to uh, hear, and uh, you know, it's it's a shortened season for them. So they're thankfully, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Gunners of California will keep you uh, all up to date on what's going on, what will and will not be allowed in the Capitol uh, until May 11th or 12th. But uh, rest assured, Gun Owners is on top of all of it, and uh, if you want to know what's going on down there, you need to stay informed by following GunOwnersCA.com and uh, keep up to date on all the essential information. Winner number 18, the 2020 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle. Ticket 69, Stan Hatano of San Jose, You've got a Beretta A400 Explorer semi-auto shotgun in 12-gauge. So uh, you stepped right up Sam. into a really nice gun. <laughs> They're going to be sending you down to Sportsman's Warehouse to do all the proper paperwork on that. Gun owners of California uh, in their 45th year of fighting for your gun rights. Well, joining us right now is the man himself from Gun Owners of California, the executive director, to get us up to speed and keep me off the soapbox for a while. Mr. Sam Paratus joins us. Good morning, Sam. Maybe I didn't hit the push button. the button there. I guess I can hit the button again, and it'll go hey. on this time. How's now we that? have Sammy. <laughs> but well, it's great to be with you guys. Um, you know, it, it, it is absolutely crazy time right now uh, w- with regards to our ammunition rights in California. You have a judge who who declared the ammunition laws unconstitutional, and he issued an injunction saying that they they have to be lifted, and when we go back to old school buying ammunition, and then we have the attorney general who has a hissy fit and uh, threatens the, the judge that if he doesn't issue a stay on his injunction, that uh, he was going to go and, and, and cry uh, a baby to, to the Ninth Circuit. Well, the judge smacked the attorney general and told him, not only no, but heck no, I'm not going to issue a stay because your law is so bad. You have hundreds of thousands of Californians who cannot legally buy uh, ammunition in the state of California who are law-abiding, and there's no ability to, for the system to allow them to do so. And you've only caught 110 people who should be buying ammunition out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of background checks. He said that's a clear violation of the Second Amendment. So now the Ninth Circuit Court, they issued an emergency stay saying that, well, we're, we're not going to let the judge's ruling go into effect on, on, on the temporary injunction. And please forgive me for all this legalese, but basically the Ninth said, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're not going to reinstate the, the, the old school uh, ammunition laws. We we have to, uh, on an emergency basis, we have to read the uh, request made by the attorney general and the 120-page ruling of the judge to make a decision whether we either lift the stay and allow it to go back old school or we require the stay to stay in place until the judge actually holds a trial on this case. Mind you, a trial hasn't taken place. Judge Benitez down in San Diego, he issued a ruling strictly based on on uh, 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 the unconstitutionality and the fact that people's Second Amendment rights are being egregiously violated. So that's just on ammunition. Then the legislature is coming in uh, uh, starting tomorrow, and it, it, the, the rules are going to be crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, you know, I, I think the governor was right in declaring that the legislature was a non-essential and, and not allowing them to come in for so long. But uh, they're going to break all the rules. They're going to change the rules. They're, there's going to be no transparency. They're going to limit uh, testimony and stuff, but we're going to be uh, right on it. So we've got lawsuits that are in place, uh, NRA and 
and FBC and SAF, they've got one in federal court. CRPA, God bless them, they've got one in state court. Uh, we're, we're supporting both lawsuits, both efforts, and, um, you know, we have not sat down. We got a Supreme Court decision that happened this last week where they did not accept the uh, the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus the, the city of New York. They sent it back down to the Second Circuit. But yesterday, the Supreme Court was considering 10 Second Amendment cases, and we will know on Monday if they have granted uh, a hearing on any of those cases, which will give us a huge boost here in California. Yeah, that'll have a big and impact that- on attitude and everything here in California. But the one thing that uh, I think we need to get out to the public is, what is gun owners of California's feeling as far as how this is going to end up? Well, um, I, I, Sam Paredes, Executive Director of Gun Owners of California, believes that we are going to come out at the end of this thing with far more victories than we've had defeats. Yes, we have uh, L.A. City that doesn't allow gun stores to open in San Jose and a couple of other communities, but the vast majority of the state uh, has allowed gun stores to be open, has allowed shooting ranges to be open. Uh, uh, we've been working with sheriffs throughout the state to encourage them to to, to, to keep the ball rolling. Uh, but we think when this is all said and done, we're going to be we're going to have some significant, significant victories. And and I think that we're going to win on ammunition. Uh, I think we're going to win on 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 defeating some of the crazy stuff that's going through the legislature, like. You know, banning the use of dogs while deer hunting and giving game wardens the the authority to shoot somebody's dog on site yeah. if they if somebody's in the deer fields, uh, you know, hunting. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna see some some great victories. Uh, uh, when the, but but you know what, Seth and Kent, it means that we have to stay engaged. We haven't rested at all. We have been so busy with the San Diego District Court, with the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, with the Supreme Court, uh, uh, and the legislature solidly since this thing began. And and we can't let up. We, we've got to be engaged. We even petitioned, uh, sent a letter to the, the federal government, the uh, um, CISA, the Cyber Security and Infrastructure Security Agency, um, who, who establishes what the federal government believes are essential businesses. We sent a letter to them asking them, to include uh, the firearms industry and firearms businesses all the way down to dealers. The next day, they included them on the list of essential uh, businesses, and and that's why throughout the country and and most places here in California, uh, you know, gun stores and gun businesses are still open. So, Sam, where, um, where can yeah. they find more information on this? Where can they get into it into the depth that we don't have time to right now? Because they need to to, they need to find out more and find out what they can do. Go to our website at gunownerca.com, look at our blog and 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 all of our alerts. We we talk about all of these issues in our blog and then we're we're putting out a brand new newsletter that should be out this this coming week that's gonna cover a lot of these issues. And if you still have questions, call us at nine one six nine eight four one four zero zero. We'll tell you what's going on, we'll we'll share with you how you can be involved. And we, we we don't want you to be depressed. We want you to be angry and willing to fight to preserve, to restore first, and then preserve your Second Amendment rights. Sam Paradas with Gun Owners of California, getting you up to speed. 
and keeping me off of the soapbox. Sam, thank you so much for getting everybody up. You can bet on joining us again with the great news that you'll have for us in a few weeks or months coming up. Thank you very much. There you go, guys. God bless you. Bye-bye. Check them out at gunownerca.com. I'm going to go quickly right now to Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service. He's been up fishing Buller's Bar. We don't have much time, but I'm going to have him tell you what he's been doing, where he's been fishing, what he's been using to get into him. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing outstanding. Tell them about Buller's Bar and why they ought to be up there. Bullard has been fishing great lately. Uh, the water level's high, so you don't have to do a long mile long hike all the way down the boat ramp, which is even better. And uh, the kokanee sizes, I think, are pretty much normal, maybe a half inch above average size this year, but they're pretty much right on track to where they're supposed to be, and they are feisty. How deep are they running right now for you? Pretty much all 25 down to about 50 feet, depending on the school. And there's some up on the surface and some down a little deeper, but that seems to be those main feeders kind of in that range. Are they dropping deeper as the sun gets higher in the sky? Yes. They'll start up right there about 25 early in the morning and then start dropping down 40, 50 feet. And then not too much deeper than that. But the water temperatures, the surface temperatures, is 67 degrees right now. So it peak up to about 68, 69 there later on in the afternoon. So it's definitely getting up there in temperature. They're going to keep on kind of dropping down a little bit deeper as we go on in time. Well, folks, uh, if you'd like to get out on Bullard's Bar or any of the wonderful lakes that Justin covers, take a look at his website and give him a call. Talk to him about the opportunities that he's got. Justin, real quick, give him the phone number as well as your website so they can get a hold of you and find out more about the opportunities to get out with you. Yes, sir. 530-277-6870. And as far as the website, I pretty much do everything through Facebook. And it's just Outcast Guide Service. really easy to find. I was there yesterday myself. Thank you much, sir. We'll talk to you again real soon. Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service. That number again, 530-277-6870. Well, Mr. Brown, what you do we ran this one right to the wall, buddy. Or at least I didn't hit the train on the <laughs> there way you across go. the tracks either. That's what we do around here. We're trying to get you all the information we possibly can. We're trying to get you back out on the water and in the field. I hope you're doing the same thing, too. We'll talk to you next week, and we'll have all the updates in. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman. Give us a call at 707-452-8595 or email us at sep at seps.com. And for information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. And be sure to like us on Facebook and sign up for our weekly outdoor connection. California Sportsman is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment.